0: So let's talk a bit about gear lust. Now what do I mean by gear lust? Essentially it's an obsessive or unresourceful focus on the equipment that you use to make music. Now while gear lust certainly isn't one of the most heinous crimes that a musician can commit, it's still something worth paying attention to now of course you're going to spend your money on whatever the hell you want and if you have a lot of it then great you can buy everything in the world but for most of us we need to be mindful of where we invest those euros or dollars wherever you might live and you also want to make sure that you're not compensating anything by buying instruments and pieces of equipment left and right. You want to make sure that you are developing yourself uh, overall in a holistic way and developing your skill and your craft and your perspective on how to use those pieces of equipment. And that way you can really focus on what matters the most, which is writing awesome music. Now, I've certainly been guilty of being too focused on the equipment that I'm using. And I say all of this from the perspective of being someone who likes technology. You know, I, I, I like to be a bit techy and nerdy with these sort of things, but I just issue this as a warning. So if you recognize that you're focusing on these sort of things, then maybe it's time to kind of take a step back and realign with your focus. Now, firstly, in defense of this, I have to say that our tools are an extension of our craft. They're an extension of our art, and they allow us to sculpt what we do to a very precise degree. And I do think your equipment makes a difference. It does matter what you use. I think less and less so when you start out, and more and more so as you know what you're actually doing, as you get to know not only the equipment itself, but yourself also. And I think gear lust is something that a lot of people who are just starting out tend to be more guilty of. And I think the part of that comes from the fact that you want to simplify the truth and you want to romanticize and idealize the truth of the situation. So you say, once I have this instrument or this piece of equipment, then I can do this. And while I do see the value of that as a, as a motivational propellant, if you restrict yourself too much by saying, I can only do this once I have this, I just think that that's wrong. I don't find that it has sufficient backing as a as a theory and more often than not it's really about your skill level it's really about your capability and your competence with how you do things that matters it's really the same thing that people do all the time we give ourselves these sort of fake conditions once i have x then y is going to be this and we prefer to think that the answer is clear. So once you have a certain computer, once you have a certain set of speakers or an audio interface or a specific synthesizer or a pedal or whatever it might be, a new guitar, none of that equipment is going to really give you what you're looking for. What you're really looking for is to develop your skill and your competence in whatever you're trying to do but no individual piece of equipment is going to magically take your career to the next level our art is never dependent on what we're holding in our hands it's really your identity and your unique way of doing things rather than what you're actually using that is going to result in your success and in your unique tonal language or whatever other aspect of music you might be creating. So how do you know when you've gone too far? Well, first of all, if you're making music professionally or even semi-professionally, one way to measure it is what is the return on the investment? And one way to measure that is just look at your, your sales, your income. Is that piece of equipment paying itself off? And of course, you have to strike a balance between collecting instruments that allow you to make new music. And of course, that's going to scale a bit into the future. The return on the investment doesn't need to be instant, doesn't need to happen in a week or a month. Sometimes if you buy something very expensive, you're going to see that return on the investment uh, in a few years. So money is one way to evaluate whether a piece of gear is actually helping you or not. If it's paying itself back and then some more, then it has been kind of a decent uh, investment. Second way to measure whether something is worth it or not is to look at what it allows you to do, what it allows you to create. So as an example, I usually write albums that have a theme. So they tend to be orchestral music, but there's an additional aspect to that. Right now I'm working on something that is going to require me to attain instruments that I don't have a sample library or a virtual instrument for. The good part of this is that I'm looking to do this for many years to come, hopefully. And as I build my sample library collection, not only does it allow me to make that album, but it also gives me the resource and and the capability to use those type of sounds in the future. So you really wanna be looking at your investment in your equipment and your software from that perspective. What does it give you now And what does it give you in the future? I can't just invest into something or buy something that's cool. It's not financially reasonable. It doesn't make sense. So what I really want to do is I'm going to look at all the components that are involved in what I do. May that be from writing to arranging to mixing to mastering. And I look at all of those components and see how I could utilize something on all of those levels. I want to make sure that I, I have a unique slot for it in all the other stages of making music. So don't fall in love with cool gadgets. Don't fall in love with the idea of how something is going to change the way you make music. Make sure that developing your skill, uh, your skill set, your, your craft and your perspective and mindset on using those pieces of equipment and software, make sure that's your number one priority. And what I've found is that once you approach buying stuff this way, that it's actually a highly thought through and integrated component of your artistry rather than being a cool piece of equipment or software That's when you can strike a beautiful balance between tools and artistry. You know, it's like a a carpenter. If they're really, really good at what they do, or a sculptor, they need great tools to do their job. And this is what I'm going to talk about in a separate video. So, try and build that sort of a connection. And that way, your tools can actually become a beautiful extension, a beautiful partner to making music. Finished.